0: Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Mag Heroes, a podcast about the people who make magazines. I'm Dan Rowden, founder of Magpile. This week I chatted with Christy Barnes who is the managing editor of Woven, a magazine that features artists, entrepreneurs, and creatives, which she runs with her husband and the magazine's creative director, Jeremy. We talked about the magazine's move from digital to print via a Kickstarter campaign, how their latest third issue came together, and their visions for a more international future. Just quickly before we start, I want to tell you about SubSale, an online platform I'm building just for magazines like Woven, which makes selling and managing magazine subscriptions really easy. Recently, I've launched two major features on the SubSale platform, a subscription checkout that loads over your magazine's website, and gift subscriptions. These are two features that publishers have been frequently asking for, and I'm very excited to get them online and working for you. If you want to start selling better subscriptions, go to subsale.com to get set up. SubSale is totally free until you hit 50 subscriptions, so what are you waiting for? Now on with the show. Christy, how are you?
1: Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, so whereabouts are you?
1: Um, we're in Seattle, in Washington, so we're in the Pacific Northwest of the United States.
0: Yeah. Uh, is that like a a bit of a magazine hub, or is, it, uh, is there a magazine scene?
1: That's a good question. Um, there's a little bit of a zine scene. Um, some smaller, more, uh, you know, paper feel magazines, um, but no, not really, not a big magazine, um, not exactly like what we do, I guess. So we're kind yeah. of, it feels a little bit like we're out here.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so um, let's uh, talk about where the magazine came from. Uh, I, uh, I know that you did a Kickstarter a few years ago, but um, you started yeah. online with the magazine before that?
1: We did, we were online for, um, we sort of made an agreement with ourselves that we would give Woven Online a year um, and then decide if we were ready to launch a print version. And um, just about a year to the day that we launched Woven Online, we launched our Kickstarter campaign for our first print issue. And um, we were very, very proud to um, have made our timeline the way that we sort of intended and very fortunate that people picked up on our Kickstarter and found us and um, that went very successfully and it was an adventure and it was much different than doing the actual print magazine, a much different process and something unlike anything we'd ever done before. Um, Very challenging and very rewarding as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, How long was the campaign?
1: It um, was 30 days. Um, it's pretty, I guess, pretty standard on Kickstarter. 30 days is sort of a sweet spot. Um, and so that was our timeline. Um, and we had the normal, you know, I feel like anyone you ask about Kickstarter, they have sort of this uh, almost, I don't know, there's a, a certain pattern that happens when you're doing a campaign and you launch and you're so excited and it does really well for the first week and then there's a lull when people have heard about it but they haven't quite, they don't feel rushed to get in and support. And so it's definitely an emotional journey to do a campaign. But like I said, it was very rewarding for us in the end.
0: So um, how long after the campaign did you release that first issue?
1: I believe our campaign ended in November and we released the issue the following February. So we had the majority of content worked out um, when we launched the campaign and by the time it ended we were finalizing details on design and paper stock and getting our you know sort of our distribution model worked out since we had never done that before we had a lot of work other than the actual content to catch up on so it was about yeah about 3 months before we launched
0: okay and just taking a step back so it's you and your husband Jeremy who run woven
1: It Um, is, yes, since day one it's been the two of
0: us. Yeah, Uh, so where did the original idea come from for this kind of publishing platform?
1: The original idea from Woven came from an idea that Jeremy had to start something online. Um, We were both working at the time and freshly out of school. And Jeremy's a a designer, um, so he is our creative director, and I had studied various things and had a little bit of a design background as well. And we were both working at the time, but not, not feeling very challenged and not feeling as though we had a lot of opportunity for growth where we were. Um, so Jeremy had the idea to start a platform that we could sort of test ourselves to practice things that we really cared about. Um, so for him, that was design, you know, more typography, and photography as well, and also writing. And for me, it was photography and writing and um, learning to become an editor. So we, it was really a platform to be able to teach ourselves to do things that we weren't giving the opportunity to learn where we were at the time. Um, and it really grew from there. I think um, we learned a lot more than we anticipated.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. Um so the topic of the magazine is kind of like creatives and um yeah uh, you are both i guess creative people um how do you find uh, putting together each issue um you have kind of a different theme for each issue um like where does that come from and how how do you go about uh, sourcing content
1: Yeah that's right we um we cover Kind of a wide variety of creatives. Um, We say we're a magazine for makers and thinkers, which to us means that we're seeking out individuals or couples or groups that are doing, um, that are making things, um, but generally more in a design. Um, We like to use the word or the term designer craftsman um, more than just a hobbyist, someone who's really diving deep into the the thought behind what they're creating and the impact that it has on culture. Um, not only the the impact it has on them personally as the ones making it, but the impact it will have on anyone who sees or interacts with with what they've created. Um, as far as sourcing content and having a theme for each issue, we did start uh, with our first issue very appropriately, I, I felt with finding your medium was the title of the issue. And um, for us, that really meant that we, we were starting this magazine, we were starting this journey um, and sort of finding our own space to create and experiment um, and really dive deep into what we wanted to learn more about and get better at. Um, and then moving on, we had a different, a different theme that sort of progressed. Uh, and the current issue is called the maker's impression um, so what that means to us is again the impression that your work is going to have on this the culture at large, um, your audience and how um, sort of how you how you make that in your work how do you make your work matter is what we've said um, So sourcing content is very much based on what we're interested in at the time um, people that have come, you know, become large in our minds. Uh, So it's very organic, the way that we source content, it's really about who we're looking at, and who's inspiring us at the moment, um, as well as what topics we kind of see emerging in other places that we want to discuss that we want um, a platform to speak about.
0: Uh, Yeah, you have a a nice selection of creatives (laughs) in this issue. Um, I'd only heard of Kyle Steed before because of his work oh, in like yeah. the web design kind of sphere. But yeah, Absolutely. I've I've got this third issue here and um yeah, it's been it's been a lovely read really. Um uh yeah, it's really nice to put together. <laughs> um I I'm glad I, I want to ask about I want to ask about the cover because you don't really see many black covers. Um it's just That's true. it's like a, a full black image and then yeah, uh like a portrait of one of your uh, Indeed, yeah. featured artists yeah um which are also sort of wrapped around the back of the magazine uh, can you explain like where that concept came from or like why you chose to do that
1: absolutely um the cover i feel like this really stood out to us after this is an uh, an image from an interview we did with b and raj walker um, they're based in new york city and We took this image in their studio, their photographers themselves, and they have this beautiful space uh, that they use as their own photo studio and they also live there. And I think the impact of meeting them and being able to photograph these particular subjects had a great impact on us, um, really made an impression for us as photographers, meeting other photographers and seeing their process it, it was definitely an impactful experience for us, I'll say. But the cover itself, um, after we got the the negatives back and were able to look at this image, it just stood out immediately as something that felt more like a painting than a photo. Um, and that was part of what we wanted to go after. We, we leaned a little bit heavier on um, the art aspect of what we cover in this issue. And so we sort of wanted something to uh, feel more painterly, feel more um, like an art piece rather than uh, even a magazine. Um, so that was sort of the thinking behind it. It was, it was definitely a process of getting the image right and feeling as though it still communicated the what we wanted it to. Um, but we're, we're very pleased with the way that it turned out.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and um, so how, how has the magazine progressed from your first Kickstarter issue to this one? Because it seems like a very kind of uh, highly polished <laughs> uh, like, uh, production.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, there has been a significant progression from issue to issue. And I think that is largely because we started Woven as this sort of almost like a laboratory experience for ourselves to be able to learn and grow. And I think that each issue has shown where we've sort of leapt to um, in what we want to be producing and what we want to be talking about. So the first issue I I feel was much more um, minimal and simple in concept and um, really represented where we were at the time. Um, and it was certainly a lot softer, I think, overall in the not only in the content and the story style that we were doing at the time, but also the the photographs were much more soft. And um, from compared to now, as you can tell, it's, I feel it's much more graphic. Um, the design has progressed tremendously. Uh, it's much more bold, I would say now, um, which is just representative of where we feel like Woven has taken us, um, that we have been able to practice so much with our our individual skill sets that we feel like this is more representative of what we've been aiming at the entire time if that makes sense um, yeah we really feel like this third issue is sort of where we wanted to be all along but you have to you sort of have to take the steps to get there and some people do that behind the scenes and I guess we've chosen to do that a little bit more out in the open mm.
0: Uh, what's it like, um, so you went to New York to, to photograph for the, uh, that feature, do you, you've travelled for other features as well throughout the three issues?
1: Absolutely, we, um, we try to travel to every single interview that we do. Um, I think with the exception of two interviews in this previous issue, um, it's really important to us that we're able to meet with people individually in person and, and really get to know the character of that person and see the way that they interact with their work. It tells so much more than being able to do an interview um, you know by text or like in, in an email. Um, so we hardly I don't think we would ever do that. Um, it's just an, a value of ours. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing interviews that way, but for us, it's definitely more about the person behind what's being made and rather than the final product. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely important that we travel. We've mostly been in the U S at this point, um, almost entirely. So that's an opportunity for us as well. When we started Woven, that that was a high value for us was to travel. Um, and Woven gave us a great excuse to do that to places we'd never been before.
0: Mm, yeah. I was going to ask about that. Um, yeah. Do you have plans to do more like international, like, uh, interviews and coverage? Cause, uh what you've done now is great obviously but I mean there's totally different uh, artists and creatives out there
1: absolutely yeah we'll actually be um, in September we'll be doing some new interviews internationally Um, we'll be traveling a lot a lot broader Um, so yeah that's definitely definitely in the future we um we just haven't, I guess, we weren't really sure how, how big we would be and how fast. So it's it's all just coming together um, very organically, I would say. Mm. But yes, definitely in the future, we will be expanding. Um, we've got some great friends in the UK that we would love to meet with and, and interview as well.
0: Uh, and uh, looking forward to uh, the next issue and like other projects you have. Um, do you, do, you, do you have other work alongside Woven?
1: Um, we, we do in a sense. I feel like Woven has given us opportunity to do things um, in other areas. Um, We're definitely in, in the process of working on ways in which Woven can engage on other levels. Um, so I would call those other projects. Um, not necessarily under a different name, though, no.
0: Um, and your your next issue? How have you started on that? And like, when when have you planned that to come out?
1: We have tentatively planned on the next issue um, because it is primarily my husband and I doing the work. Um, we we move fairly slow, I would say. Yeah. So our <laughs> next issue will be in the new year. Um, okay. But yes, tentatively, we are working. Um, we're sort of thinking long term in uh, what we want to do, and definitely. Figuring other things out in the meantime that I think will uh, enable us to move a lot quicker in the future. So that's that's definitely our focus at the moment.
0: Have you, I see you have. Um, let me just check. Uh, yeah, I see you have a copy editor. Um, work like working with you. Um, do you have scope or plans to like increase the team to like help with reporting or um, producing the next issue?
1: Uh, well, that's one of the big priorities in moving forward, um, because this is becoming much more than just something that we do for ourselves. Um, we definitely need to take on more of a team. Um, so, yeah, that's we're in the process of looking at what what we're able to do in the future and where, you know, where we need people the most. Um, so we're kind of determining that at the moment. Up until this point, we've been really fortunate that we've had contributors. Um, that are just phenomenal to work with and have made our workloads so, um, so much more enjoyable, I should say. But um, yeah, you'll see not a whole lot on our team, but our contributors are a very big part of what we do. Um, you'll see some of the same names. I know you have just the third issue at the moment, but um, we've definitely we've tried to hang on to people that have been significant contributors to what we've done and hoping to expand that as well.
0: Cool. Well, um, I wish you all the best for the future of Woven. Um, I, I'm excited to uh, get the next issue, um, even if it has to be next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you do you have any magazines that you'd like to recommend to the listeners?
1: I do absolutely. Um, I have three. Um, one is a bit a bit of a a different category from Woven for sure, Um, but it's called Dirty Furniture. Um, It's a magazine about design objects after they leave the more pristine, controlled image of the showroom, um, and how people actually live with things. So I think that one's really fascinating. They're doing an interesting model. They're doing a a series of six issues altogether. Um, So I feel like that's one to look for. Um, Also Aperture, uh, put out by Aperture Foundation, actually, um, which is a nonprofit, um, it's a beautiful sort of photography-first magazine, um, and their latest issue is, you know, I specifically covering Africa and um, how audiences and artists have interacted with images produced there over the last twenty-five years. Um, and finally, Water Journal, um, which I'm sure you're familiar with, but it's a beautiful publication about all things water. Um, it's just exquisite. Um, so I'm really excited to watch what they do next I believe they just published their third issue it's beautiful their covers are divine and I'm really looking forward to getting their latest
0: brilliant thank you for that, Uh, thanks for sharing Um, and yeah thanks for coming on for a chat
1: absolutely, thanks Dan for having me
0: thanks again to Christy for coming on for a chat And thanks to you for listening. You can listen to all previous episodes at magheroes.net and you can subscribe to the podcast in any podcasting app. Just search for Mag Heroes. I'm DR on Twitter and you can find the show as Mag Heroes. Just a reminder to check out subsale.com if you're a publisher looking for a better way to sell your subscriptions online. Thanks again for listening. Catch you again next week. Cheers.